0: So Israel, this is week 21 of your story. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. All right, FOF, I need you on your feet one more time, all right? Now, there's this this, this truly incredible passage that comes out of the Old Testament that, that really kind of stands as, as, as a root of our identity, and what I want you to do this morning is get under on your lips, okay? But in the spirit of making this weird, um, what I'd like you to do is actually face each other on this, all right? So you guys look this way, you guys look this way, all right? And uh, the way this is going to work is I will give you the line. When I give the first line, this sign over here, you got to own it, all right? got to shout it out to this sign, and I'll go line two here, you shout it back, three, four, ping pong match begins. You see how this works, right? We good? We good? Now, here's the thing, guys. you got to own it, all right? None of this mumbling like Melvin from Office Space the movie. Good got stuff going on. you got to own it, all right? Are right, you ready? All right, here we go. From the prophet Isaiah. Listen to, me, Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness. All right, first of all, it's kind of weak. Second of all, look at them, not at me. All right? All right, all right let's try it again. Listen to, me, Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness. Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness. And you who seek Yahweh. Look to Abraham your father. Look Look to to Abraham Abraham, your father. And Sarah who gave you birth. And Sarah who gave you birth. Alright, guys. Alright, let's see. Now, here's the question Do you. Do you. Do you look. To the rock from which you were cut. Do you look to the quarry from which you were healed? Do you wonder what on earth I am talking about when I say look to the rock from which you were cut and the quarry from which you were healed? Yeah, right? But do you? Do you look to Abraham as your father? Or is it just some guy who lived a long time ago do you look to Sarah as your mother who gave you birth? See, there's this vein that runs deep within Judaism. And at the time of Jesus, a Jew would not look at the stories, and though those were stories that happened to people back then, they would look at those stories in the ancient past as being their story. And and they would do it so much that that when they would read about what those people had experienced in ages long ago, they didn't see it as something that happened to them, but as something that happened to us. So the way this would kind of work is, they wouldn't say something like, do you remember the time when, like, like, Egypt held Israel in bondage and in slavery? Remember that time? Instead, they would say something like this, do you remember the time when we were in bondage in Egypt? They wouldn't talk about God as someone who brought some people through the Red Sea. They would go, do you remember when God delivered us by bringing us through the Red Sea? Do you remember how God rescued me by having his angel pass over our house and striking the Egyptians with plagues? Do you remember when God brought us? to the mountain in Sinai. Do you remember how God exiled us in punishment but but brought us back to deliver us? Because those experiences became their experiences. They didn't look at those stories as something that happened to other people. They looked at those stories as something that happened to you and to me. And within Judaism of the time was this, this metaphor of a great stone quarry Look to the rock from which you were cut, the quarry from which you were hewn. This idea that God had this great stone quarry. And out of this quarry, he was hewning, if you will, a people of God, a foundation, a structure, a building. God was building something magnificent. And out of that quarry, he he would... Hew the rocks of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and Moses and Isaiah and Jesus and the apostles. That they all came out of this great stone quarry of God being built into this amazing thing that God was doing. But that was our story. That is our roots. That is our history. What happened to them happens to me. Now, I don't know if you caught it. When Mark was reading that that passage here a moment ago, he said something very specific. Did you catch it? This is week 21 of your story. If you've been with us at FOF over the past few months, you may have picked up on this. That as we're going through these New Testament passages every week, every week it's explicitly being said, this is week five of your story. This is week 12 of your story, this is week 18, always every week of your story. And I'm curious, have you caught it yet? Have you begun to look at those stories as your story yet? Because if you haven't, I mean, today's just gonna kinda, it's not gonna connect, it's not gonna click. Because what today is absolutely rooted in is what it means to have your identity defined as though those experiences are yours. Now let me show you something. Mark read this just a moment ago. One of these, these great stones hewn out of that quarry, man named Peter, he wrote this. He says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. A people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness and into His wonderful light. Just get that on your lips with me today. Just say it after me. But you were a chosen race. You are a You a chosen race. race. But you were a royal priesthood. You are a, royal you are a holy nation. You are a holy nation. You are a people belonging to God. You are a people belonging to God. You belonging to God. Once you were not a people. Once you were not a people. But now you are the people of God. But now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy. Once you not, mercy. Once you not mercy. But now you have received mercy. But now you have received mercy. Peter writes this about you. Now, if, if Mufasa from the Lion King, remember him, were to append this letter that this, this chapter comes out of, what would be happening right now? is we, we begin to see a big storm cloud that would start to gather, right? And, and like, eerie but kind of cool music would start to play, and, and then we'd we see this big, like, floating head appear in our midst right now. Then we hear the voice of James Earl Jones, right? <laughs> and what it would say, and what it would say to describe and define everything that, that Peter is getting at is simply this. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. And Peter says, this is who you are, a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. Cool, all right, but you know what's really cool? Is that this isn't the first time that language like this pops up in the Bible. There's something going on here that goes deeper than meets the eye. Now let me share with you another one of your stories. It goes back to Exodus, to a time of a man named Moses who was leading our people, Israel, out of Egypt and through the Red Sea, and he led us to this mountain called Sinai. And at this mountain, God came down. And guys, I'm telling you, when God shows up, I mean, it was nothing short of volcanic. And fire, and wind, and smoke, and, 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 and noise, and thunder, and lightning. Because can I just say, when God shows up and we get a glimpse and taste of his power, oh my gosh. Alright? To stand in the presence of the living God is to see just how big he is and just how (coughs) tiny we are. And it says that our people quaked. They would fear, they wouldn't even look up. And Moses goes up on this mountain. And he goes there to meet with God, and this is what the story says. It says that while he was there, God came and got him, and and He said to Moses, Moses, this is what you're saying say to the house of Jacob. This is what you're to tell the people of Israel. Out of all the nations, you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests. And holy nation. Is the language feeling familiar then? Are, are you seeing some kind of cross pollination going on? Hosea, the prophet, will later write this. He'll say, I will show my love to the one I call not my loved one. I will say to those called not my people, you are my people. And they will say, you are my men. are you hearing something? We come back to Peter, and what does he say? You are a chosen race, a royal priest, a holy nation, a people belonging to God. A people who were once not my people, but now are my people. A people once not under mercy or love, but now who are. What is Peter saying? How is Peter identifying? What is Peter saying that you truly are? I can sum it up like this. He's saying this. You're Israel. You, right here, are Israel which means the stories of Abraham and Sarah and the rock from which they were cut, and everything that happened to them back there, is your identity. It is your story. It's as though God has interacted in this way with you. Now, I know what you're thinking, but wait a minute, I'm not a Jew. Uh, Alright? Okay, this is time. Me? I'm German. Italian. And I've got kind of like peppered, dashed in some, some English and Scottish and Welsh and, and, and uh, a little bit of Cherokee and Swiss for good measure. Alright? Um, I didn't have Jew anywhere in me. Now how about you? Where's your Germans in the room? Alright? guys got news for you today. Despite what you think, you are not the chosen race. Alright? You can just not. Now... Worse than Germans. Uh, where's the Irish in the room? <laughs> okay, Shamrock Boys. You are not the chosen race, despite what you think. All right? You're just not. Where's our English? Okay. Our French. Okay. Our Swiss. Our Dutch. My gosh, we're we a homogenous group, aren't we? <laughs> you know, Latino, Hispanic kind of origins. Native American. Far East, be it Indian, Chinese, Japanese, Greek, anything out there, yeah, right, no, probably not, but it wouldn't matter. If you were, are we the chosen race? Are our ethnic lines the chosen race? <laughs> but Peter comes up and he says, but you, you are a chosen race. You are Israel. Because Israel is was never about an empty lie. See, Israel started with, with Abraham, the father to which we're to look, right? And Sarah, the mother from which we were born. God came to this man named Abraham, and he just said, I'm going to bless you. And I'm going to bless your heart. And I'm going to bless you bigger and farther than anything you can ever imagine. And I'm going to bless you so much that anyone you come into contact with is And if they they kind of rise up against you, if they stand up against you, bam, they're going down. Because I want to bring my glory, I want to bring my blessing to this world. That's what started there. And he came to this guy named Abraham, and he said, and through your descendants, through the ones who are to come after you, this blessing will begin to go out to the ends of the earth. Now, here's the thing. Abraham had two sons. One who was named Ishmael, one who was named Isaac. But only one came through the designation of what we later called Israel. If Israel was about ethnic lines, what about Ishmael? Here, he's Abraham's son. Now, if you really know your stuff and you're sitting here going, ah, wait a minute, you know, because Ishmael wasn't Sarah's son, so, okay, fine, go to Isaac. Isaac was the son of Abraham and Sarah. <clears throat> Isaac had two sons, too. Their names were Esau and Jacob. But it was Jacob who received the blessing. It was Jacob who God chose to work through. It was Jacob who got has the promise. It was Jacob who actually had his name changed to, guess what? Israel. If Israel was about ethnic lines... And what about those other guys? Because see, Israel was never about a bloodline. Israel from the beginning was always about those to whom God chose to extend his promise to. Period. And guys, here's the thing: in Jesus, God extends that promise and identity of Israel each of you. In Jesus, he says, all of my presence and all of my promises and all of my connection and blessings that have always been connected with Israel, that is given to you. You are Israel. Because that's what God does. When it comes to our identity, God is in the business of calling things something that they are not. God is in the business of coming to people and and defining what their identity is, regardless of what reality might be saying otherwise. That's what Jesus does and that's what he (laughs) offers to you. Which kind of means this. Jumping ahead, let me on. You know, we can start breaking this down. We might come here as a bunch of English, German, French, Dutch, and whatever other nationality you might be. But thing that says about you? It's right there. You are a chosen race. You might come here today feeling just low, meek, without really any kind of Something special. And you know what God says about you? you priesthood. You might come here today. Just, I'm just going to be straight just dirty. 30. Just come here today and you're a wreck. And you know it. I it's shame or guilt And yet, God comes to you and He says, This. I see you. Holy nation. You might come here today an orphan, abandoned, divorced, betrayed, alone. But God says, You are a people that belong to me. Because that's what God does his son Jesus, he extends a new identity to each and every one of us who will receive him. He opens the arms wide and says, you who are not my people, you can be my people. You who did not receive mercy, come and get it. Because what Jesus says is this, you are Israel. Which means all my blessings, all my connection, all my promises, and all my faithfulness are given to you from me. So Israel. I want to invite you to get on your feet one more time. Because God says something about your right identity. And he invites you to receive it. So I invite you just to repeat after me and to own it. (laughs) Are you ready? But we are a chosen race. But we are a chosen race. A royal priesthood. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A holy nation. A people belonging to God. A people belonging to God. That we may declare. The, the wonderful deeds. The wonderful deeds of him who called us out of darkness. Of him who called us out of darkness. And into his wonderful light. And into his wonderful light. That's his job for you. Why? Because that was Israel's job. Israel was called to be a blessing. Which means if you're Israel, you're called to be a blessing too. And you know what it means to share their blessing? It's just proclaim to share God's done for you. That God's come to someone like you who were his people and said, you're my people now. That God's come to you and said, you know, I'm not holy, but says, you're holy now. That God can come to someone like you who's seeking and searching and wondering about purpose and says, you're a royal priest and that we can come to a God and say, you know, he had mercy on me. He gives His mercy to you. So, Israel, rise to your call. Share it. Be the blessing. Proclaim what God has done. And I was called you out of darkness today. into what the Bible describes simply as wonderful, marvelous lights.